It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. Hey, what is up, Punk Rock Classrooms? It is Mike here, just one half of the dynamic duo from Punk Rock Classrooms, and I'm I'm super excited to bring you my reflection this week. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because two things kind of happen unrelated, um, what, something in my personal life and something professionally, but I feel like they both kind of, in a sense, tie together. And kind of the theme I'm talking about is... You don't always, you know, it's okay at points to stop. You know, we we see a lot about, you know, on social media, like, you know, go one more round, you know, keep, you know, go as hard as you can, you know, get that extra rep in, you know, your body, you know, your mind is stronger than your body. And, you know, there's two, it's, there's times where like, yes, we need to keep going. We need to push. We can always do more. But there's also times in our life where it's okay to stop when we've reached maybe the goal we set or we've reached, you know, a a certain point. So I'm going to talk about these two situations today. The first one is the most recent. It happened to me yesterday. So yesterday was the uh, teacher fit educators day of running. Uh, The second year they've done it, you know, you, you got two hours to see how many miles you can run in two hours. Um, and also, you know, so last year I had signed up for the, for this day. Uh, it was like a Monday or Tuesday or something. And, you know, I work year round. So I was unable, just the way my schedule went, I was unable to get the two hour run in. So this year I was like pretty determined. I'm like, I'm not going to miss it. Plus I'm training for my six marathon. So the training just started this weekend was my first long run which was eight miles. Now, here in Chicago, in the Chicago land and Illinois, uh, it's been, we've been having like an extreme like heat wave. Like usually June is not like this. It's pretty warm, pretty humid, pretty gross outside. Like <clears throat> you, you walk outside at seven, eight in the morning and it's already disgusting. So yesterday, I was said, you know what, I got to get back to that routine. I got to get back to getting up early. I got to get back to those early morning runs. Um, so I got up at 5, 5.15, you know, had some, some coffee, ate a banana, got ready to head out for my long run slash educator's day of running sponsored by Teacher Fit. So I get out about 6 a.m., it's already gross out, which AccuWeather lied. They said it would be like 70 degrees. The real feels 70 degrees at that time. Yeah, no. I'd say about 85, 87 degrees. That's what it felt like. So, you know, originally my first goal was, well, I'm going to do the two hours. You know, I'll take it at a nice easy pace. Um, you know, I haven't run for two hours straight in a long time. I haven't done uh, a long run over like six um, miles in, in forever. So we'll just kind of see how it goes. So I'm running and I get about three miles in and 
I kind of tell myself, all right, either I'm going to keep going or when I finish this next mile, mile four, I turn around, head back, and that'll be my eight. So I say, let let me gauge another half mile. So I get to three and a half miles and just in my head mentally, you know, I'm, I'm already drenched. I mean, I was drenched the first quarter mile out. I'm, I'm looking. None of the water fountains are turned on. Um, they're, they're still off limits. So the I had a little bit of water with me. And I kind of told myself, you know what? I'm going to head back. At four miles, I'm going to turn around. I'll get back home. And one, when I get to my house, it'll be eight miles. So I'll have my long run done. And I'll kind of gauge how I feel. If I feel good, I'll go back out. Well... I, I got back to my house and I called it quits. I was like, you know what? I I don't need to do the two hours. I got my eight miles in. That's what I needed to do. Um, you know, and, and at first I thought I would be a little disappointed. Like, hey, you know, I missed the day of running last year. This year, I'm not doing the full two hours. But you know what? No, I wasn't disappointed. It was okay because I realized if I would have pushed myself, if I would have got some more water, maybe had another goo packet and went back out for the the next 45 minutes to make it an official two hours, I would have, that would have been detrimental to myself and my training the rest of the week. I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I probably would have been out of, like today I feel like I can go run today. If I would have pushed myself to do that two hours, you know, I, I probably wouldn't be feeling like I want to run today, nor Monday, and it would have drained. It would have it just zapped me more so than my eight miles, and so I was happy with what I accomplished. I was happy with what I did, and you know, it's 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 okay. You know, Greg Bruno, somebody I connected with when I first got on Twitter a few years ago. He's he's always inspired me huge inspiration in my running and he you know i tweeted that out and he wrote he replied you know that the educators day running is a very cool thing he goes what's even cooler is knowing that you're going to stick to the marathon training plan because that's you know the next 18 weeks i need to make sure i'm ready so i guess you know it's okay to quit or stop early when you know you're kind of following a plan, like I guess don't go off of your plan. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't go off of your plan. So I have a training plan for the next well, 17 weeks now before the marathon on October um, it's 10th, 10th or 11th. I have to look at my calendar. Um, and if I would have pushed myself, who knows how you know the domino effect would have happened for the rest. And that leads me to the first thing that happened um, about a week or two ago. A position in our district opened up for our, our curriculum. Our director of curriculum and assessment is retiring. So that position opened up. Now, I've always kind of had an interest in moving into the district office, um, becoming a district level administrator. Um, I, I've, I've headed the ELA committee when we did a, um, the past three years. We revamped our maps. We've done a pilot with a new textbook series. So I have some familiarity with kind of how the department works. And, you know, I, I never thought that at this point in my life I would move into that role. But the opportunity arose. And I talked with my wife. I talked with other fellow administrators. I talked with my secretaries and my sister principal and my nurse because 
those four ladies have so much knowledge between them and everyone stated that Mike you would do an excellent job in that role and I talked to my wife who is my voice of reason and I kind of decided you know after talking with her that that's not what I want to do that that's not the role I need to take and it was a hard decision because one I looked at it a few ways if I don't apply for this position is that going to tell my superintendent is that going to tell the school board that I'm not interested in moving up you know up up the up the ladder to say for a district level position and it's funny because all of these people that I talked to and said that I should apply for it I would do a phenomenal job they also all said but I don't know if you're ready to leave this meaning a building full of kids and staff and just engaging and inspiring them and I thought about it for a few days and I'm not you know it, it, it was funny the way things work the way how everything happens for a reason I happen to be doing exactly when this posted my final read-through of my manuscript for the Edge Culture Cookbook, which is going to be coming out uh, hopefully uh, later this summer. And before I submitted that, my final read-through, all of the stories I tell in there are things I've done in our building, things we've done as a staff, things we've done with our students to help build a positive, collaborative culture. And I just was kind of like, no, like these stories, you know, inspired me, things I forgot I had written. And I'm not ready to leave that. Like, I don't want to be that far away from staff and students. And knowing me, yes, I'd be in the buildings every day. I would be in classrooms. I'd, be, I'd get to be in all of the buildings in our district. But that's not what I want to do. And, you know, I, it's okay. Just like my running analogy, it's okay to it's okay to, to not. You know, Josh had a few reflections about him transitioning to a no, new role. He's leaving the classroom. And I think sometimes we think, well, I go to school for my Type 75 or, or my principal's um, certification, and now I have to do that. Or, oh, I've gone... You know, I, I, I earned this credential or this endorsement. Now I have to do that. But we don't. You know, you can expand your mind. You can broaden, you know, the, the possibilities. But if it doesn't feel right, like in your heart, like you know, like that it's not something you need to do, it's okay. So it, it was interesting because my superintendent called me and uh, him and I were t- having a conversation and he brought it up and he asked, he goes, were you planning on applying for the curriculum director position? And him and I talked for a while and I kind of told him, you know, this was when I was on the fence. I said, I am. I don't know if I'm ready to leave, leave a building, you know, and I, I kind of gave him my spiel of the questions he asked when the job had got posted. Like I kind of answered how I would do it. And you know, he told me like, that's a it, that's exactly what we want to see in that position. Um, but yeah, then a few days later, I decided, no, that's not for me. And uh, he, uh, then I talked to him again and I, I told him, I said, you know, 
I, I don't want you guys to think I don't want to move up because I do, but at my this point in my life, I'm not ready to stop do I, I still love what I'm doing and I, I know that I still have so much more I can give and do in my current building and my current role as a building leader, as a lead learner. And he he agreed and he he said the same thing everyone else did. It doesn't look like you're you know, you could just tell you're you're not ready to stop doing what you're doing. And there's no fault in that. So yeah, it's it's I, I got like this reinvigoration because when I realized if I would have applied for this job, and let's say I got the job, I would have been doing it for the wrong reasons. I would have been doing it because there's changes I want to see in that department. You know, that's kind of why I got into the administration. Where there's changes I'd want to see in that department that I think I can make a positive impact on, a positive change for. Financially, you know, obviously there'd be a little bump in money, but those aren't those aren't huge factors to me right now. Like. I, I'm not, that's not what I want to do. So, you know, this whole reflection, I always feel my reflections are just rants, but usually someone will reach out and tell me how much it spoke to them and how much they appreciate the, the, what I've said. So hopefully that's you. If you're still tuned in, you know, let me know if this had any impact, basically, you know, like my run by me, not going for this new position, just, it's okay to stay on your path. It's okay to follow what your heart says. So thank you for listening. This would not be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I did not tell you what I've been listening to. And with Marathon Training, it's funny, I went back to a playlist I made on Spotify, geez, years ago. And, you know, it's got three, 400 songs. So when you're out there on those 20-mile training runs... You know, it's just a continual, like, I don't have to flip through anything because every song I handpicked in something I love. So that's that's it. And it's a lot of, you know, early epitaph, fat records, um, style stuff on there. You know, a lot of rancid, a lot of state champs before they, they kind of signed with anybody. It was those first few records that kind of put out by themselves. So my old playlist, I should probably make it public where you guys can go check it out. Um, and I just keep adding to it. New stuff comes out. Boom. I throw it on that playlist. So, um, that's it. I, you know, I'll, I'll share it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can follow my best bud, Josh, at Josh R. Buckley, both Twitter and Instagram. And then you can follow at Punk Classrooms, Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then check out the website, www.punkrockclassrooms.com. We got blogs up there. We got poetry I've written. We've got all the podcast episodes. Um, we've also got um, merch so get your summer merch to look fresh, get some stuff to wear when you go back to school. Um, and then you also can check us out at uh, the teachbetter.com, the Teach Better site, because we are on the Teach Better Podcast Network. Check us out as well as all of the other amazing educational podcasts out there. Give our crew uh, a listen and some likes. Give us those five-star reviews when you can. And crew, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the show. for a while.
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.